Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. Okay. Okay. Well, no shout outs this week. <laughs> Don't have any shout outs. No shout outs. Sorry, guys. Maybe give us something to shout out and then we'll think about it. Uh, I'm like so out of it. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? I think there's something in the universe today because I'm also very tired and I'm usually okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I can look at astrology, but I don't know if it's because the weather is just going wonky. The weather has been so weird lately. We're having like summer weather. Well, at least late spring weather for February. It's been so nice. Like just like being able to go outside and it's not fucking freezing. No, yesterday I ran in a t-shirt. Trying to see if there's anything. I mean, I are, I know Venus is in Pisces and Pisces, Venus in Pisces is, because my friend was like, oh, why do you think this is happening? And I was like, because Venus is in Pisces and we're all in our fucking feels. Yeah. We still have to get through like March before like spring is really here. Wait, what's today? February, February like 18th or something. 16th. Okay, so like one 16th. month is supposed to be spring, March 20th. 32 days. You can survive 32 days. I can't help it that the ghost did not let me sleep last night. I had some weird dreams, too. I had a dream about Jack Kelly in Newsies. Why is that weird? I feel like that'd be normal. Um, I wish. I fucking wish I dreamed about the Newsies all the time. But no, it was weird because, like, I was, like, a like an, a third-party viewer not actually there. And he was, like, with some, like, blonde girl with green eyes. And I was, like, <laughs> I'm the only blonde girl with green eyes you are supposed to be with, sir. Uh, so did you see that flicker? Yeah, that light always flickers. Okay, I was like, weird. Anyway, so it was a sad dream, and I was like, oh, fine. And then I just felt like sad. And then the rest of my dreams, I remember waking up and being like, what the fuck? And like, you know how you wake up and you're like, that dream was so fucking wild. I'll definitely remember it when I wake up. And then you don't, and you're like, what the fuck? I had all those like all night. I was just like, what the fuck was that? The worst is when you have a dream that sticks with you that you're just like, I want to forget it. It was so traumatizing. I know. It's always the traumatizing ones that stay. I usually get where someone like breaks into my house. Oof. Yeah. And those ones stick with me because they seem so real. I have trauma ones a lot, but I'm not going to get into that. Those are awful too. Those are the bad ones. I'll take like being chased by a monster over like actual trauma dreams any day. For sure. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but on Tea Time, we talked about some of your little ghost stuff going on right now. Yep. Yep. Don't know if it's Theo or others, but I don't know. Yeah. And then we went into a long thing about Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox right now. I cannot. If you guys want to know what our thoughts are, you'll have to join Tea Time because I'm not talking about it on here. We just did it for like 20 minutes on there, so... Become a Patreon. $3 or $5 a month. You choose. Liz really wants Megan Fox, so. She's There's so that. hot. I know. Oh, God. She's so beautiful. <laughs> okay. So do you have any recommendations? I do. Um, I'm going to recommend a book. It's called Sorry, Emily, I Didn't Want to Come, One Introvert's Year of Saying Yes by Jessica Pan. And it's basically this woman. It's 
I guess you could say it's like a memoir of sorts. Um, she basically has like this entire year where she like does all these things and, and she just says yes to all these like things that make her introvert little brain go like, no, like she has to do improv. That's like the very, that's the climax is the improv show that she does by herself. But like, she like goes out with random people and asks them to come and goes on a vacation by herself and just like goes to dinner by herself and like all these things and like putting herself really out there. Um, oh, that sounds interesting. It's like a book. How old is she? Mm, I think she's in her like thirties or something, maybe like late twenties, something like that. Is she single? No. Oh, but she does. She did all this stuff without him. Cause like her whole point was like, I need a life outside of him. Oh, and like pushing her outside of her comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really liked it. She's, she's a, a very wry, like writing humor, which I found interesting. So I dug it. Yeah, I mean, I finished Tannis. Shocker. All all five seasons. Did he ever email us back or DM us back? He didn't. He just read it. He left us on red. Yeah. Uh, Don't leave a girl on red, guy. So mean. Um, But I started um, listening to the last movie, which is a spinoff of Tannis. But apparently, my spirit guides did not like that, which I talk about on Tea Time. So. Uh, now I'm just listening to my huge uh, history checks, two girls, one ghost, and girls gotta eat. So that's what I've been doing. And reading a Nora Roberts novel before bed, because, duh, research. <laughs> it's research! <laughs> research for your book? Yep, I gotta finish it. I gotta do it. So I went to the movies on Valentine's Day, and, uh-huh. well, I know. I love the movies. And I it's like, it was $5 Tuesdays. Yeah, I forgot. I love $5 Tuesdays. So like, if the yeah. movie sucks, you only paid $5 for it. And also, if the movie was great, you only paid $5 for it. Yeah, seriously. So, everyone else was probably seeing Magic Mike with their honeys. I went to go see a movie called Plane. With their honeys. With their honeys. Um, is it P-L-A-N-E or P-L-A-I-N? Like, airplane. Okay, P-L-A-N-E. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Gerard Butler. Ooh, love Gerard Butler. It was intense. What is it about? I don't want to give like too much away. Um, also, if you like to fly a lot, it was like very intense for me. So I'm like, well, this is nerve wracking oh, for no, someone that travels a lot. No, I hate flying, so don't, I will not be watching that. I mean, uh, so basically, they're flying. It's like I don't think it's a red eye, but it's really like. Um, there's not that many people on the plane type mm. thing situation and the plane gets hit by lightning. The plane goes down. They land somewhere like in the Philippines. And so basically it's them trying to survive those like militia people in the Philippines. I'm good. Yeah. So you like, you think it's all about like the airplane, but then it's like a whole like trying to survive. It's yeah. Mm. It was so intense. So it was good. It was actually good. And this guy, I guess he fell asleep in the movie theater because, like, near the end, he was, like, snoring really loud and people were, like, laughing and snickering at him. But I'm like, dude, wake him up. If you're with that person, wake him up. He was snoring so loud. Really? Yeah. I would have woken I would have thrown my popcorn at him. Everyone was laughing. But I'm like, how do you – this movie was so intense. Like, there wasn't really a dull moment. I'm like, how do you, like, fall asleep during this? Man was tired dark movie theater it's a good place to sleep 
yeah, but not when it's like, if it's a boring movie, I can understand you fall asleep. But he was out like a light, like he was snoring. I don't think I've ever fallen asleep in a movie theater before, so. How's you yawn right now? I'm tired. But I've never fallen asleep in a movie theater. I fell asleep at church a lot. I dozed off for one movie in the movie theater, and it was The Da Vinci Code. I think it was, like, the second one. That's funny. My client just mentioned The Da Vinci Code today. Really? Mm-hmm. I haven't heard The Da Vinci Code in a long time. I know. I don't, I, I've never seen it or read it, so... Oh, I read it, but the movie was, like, boring to me. So I I just remember waking up be like, wait, what just happened? So I fall asleep in movies when I'm watching them at home before, for sure. I don't doze off too often. So I don't know what that was about. I must have thought it was, like, really boring. Non-Rex Da Vinci Code. We do not recommend it, but we do recommend playing, apparently. I mean, if you like the, like, the type of movies like that, Da Vinci Code, like National Treasure. I, I liked National Treasure. I like that one too. Yeah. I like Nicolas Cage though. Oh, His new movie is freaking awesome. hilarious. Like the one where he makes fun of himself. I, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's that one is hilarious. Like, cause he like, he basically just makes fun of himself that he kind of like let his career go to shit and how, how he needs his money for any movies. And it's so funny. But we like what women want. <laughs> we want to get back to the beginning. Did you ever watch the What Men Want? That like. Yeah. I kind of liked it. I did too. Where I she can read the cute. men's mind. Yeah. I just a twist cute. off of What Women Want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I remember too much. But I remember liking it when I watched it. Also, don't know why this popped in my head, but Bad Teacher. Bad with Cameron Diaz. I know. I don't know why it popped. Jason Segal. So Segal. No, wait, Jason Segal, right? Is this Segal or Segal? Jason Segal. Why did that one pop in your head? I don't know. I just like had a flash of Cameron Diaz, and I was like, Oh yeah, I liked that movie. She's coming back. She's working on a new film right now. I'm obsessed with Cameron Diaz. I just love her. I think she's so fucking cute. I do like Cameron Diaz. And she's aged really well. She has. She looks the same. Yeah. I mean, she's like definitely like older, but she's still hot. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to get into our topics today? Yes. Okay. So we're doing the Am I I the asshole? Asshole? Yes, we are. And you just kind of introduced me to this not too long ago. Oh, let me find it because I was looking at the astrology stuff. <laughs> Trying to find out. We're all so fucking tired of it. Okay. So, okay. We were like, so do you want to, would you want to explain what it is? Oh, yeah. Duh. Okay. So, for people that don't know, Am I the Asshole is a Reddit forum basically where people like write out these posts and ask Reddit if they're the asshole. So like, for instance, like it could be something like, am I the asshole for not going to my sister's wedding? And you're like, wait, what? But then you read the post and you're like, oh, well, clearly you're not the asshole. Or something like the one we're about to read, which I think, I think he's kind of an asshole. Oh, he's for sure an asshole. Okay. Ready? Yes. Okay. Am I the asshole for telling someone they are too fat for a massage? I, 25 male, work as a masseur. Oh, he said masseur. That's why I'm also like, you're already an asshole for saying masseur. I work as a masseur for a a somewhat small small spa. (laughs) 
a small <laughs> let's, just, let's just start that over. Okay. I, 25 male, work as a masseur, monsieur, a monsieur, for a somewhat small spa and have been doing for three years. This week I had to do something I have never done before and that is turn someone away. What happened was that we had a group booking for four people. As per usual, I grabbed the questionnaire and waiver for the client I was going to take. When I saw her, I became concerned as she was clearly over 400 pounds. Aside from the weight capacity, I wasn't sure if she would have been able to fit on the table, but I put that concern aside. For the sake of safety, I decided to weigh her with the result being she was 465 pounds. With the table's capacity being 495 pounds, I decided to not risk it. In the most polite way I could, I told her that for her safety, I can't service her. As an alternative, I offered our other services where her weight wouldn't be an issue. Unfortunately, she was too upset slash embarrassed, and as a result, she and her group decided to cancel their appointments. Because of this, three of my colleagues absolutely hate my guts now. They all believe I should have been much more accommodating of her. Am I the asshole? Yes. I'm going with yes. The fact that he... He didn't have to weigh her. No. That's he what pissed me off, that he weigh weighed her. her. That's fucked. That's pretty fucked. Like, weighing someone? How do you even say that, uh, ma'am? Can I weigh you, please? Why do they like, even what? have a fucking scale there? That's so weird. I don't even know where he works if he's calling himself a masseur. Yeah, I hate that. And they have a... I, we don't have a scale. Now, we don't to have be, a scale. To be fair, I once was at a job and they asked me if I would be comfortable working on a client that was 500 pounds. Now to be, he wasn't there. This was an email the wife wrote in asking if that was possible. And they assured me, Hey, he's like the weight, the table capacity can take like 600 pounds or something. And, but I was like, but these tables have been around for a while. One, yeah. two, at a certain point, like 500 pounds like i don't really think i can even really get well, in there here, yeah here's the thing though if you are that huge as a person you can't even get to the muscle mm, no you really can't so not to be mean no not you're literally mean just rubbing fat yes yes you are rubbing the adipose tissue you are yes. not getting into the muscle itself i just i just don't know that there would be much benefit to it no and as, if i was 500 pounds i feel like that would be the last thing i'd want to do I think he handled it the wrong way. He very much so. I don't know what I would have done in his situation. I might have sucked it up and tried it if she was already there, you know? But if this had been something, if they had thought about this and and maybe, like, contacted them and been like, hey, is this possible? I I hate saying that, you guys, but if you've ever had a massage, like, the tables aren't very wide. No, we actually do have a table at work that's now made for white people that it actually has like arm handles on it. Wow. It's, it's supposed to be for big people. Whoa. Yeah. Well, that's good. But my table is But that the majority big. of places, they just use a simple massage table that's not right. very wide. Exactly. Yes. And I remember when I was being asked about this client, the 500 pound one, I was like, there's no way they're going to fit on this table. Not on this table, you know? It's just, it's yeah. not wide. But also if that table breaks, that's your liability. Oh, yeah, I know. And so I have liability all, insurance, but I thought about that too. 
Okay, so let's say the table held 600 pounds and you already knew, like, let's say she said how much she weighed at the four, whatever. Would mm-hmm. you still take her? I would, if I did, I would barely touch her because the thing is, yes, she might only oh, be putting 400. pressure on her. You mean, which yes. puts pressure on the table? Yes, yeah. because you're putting your force into that and that's like a lot of force. Yeah. You risk breaking the table. So you're getting like a pat from me, honey. You're getting very feather light. And I hate this. I'm not trying to like be an asshole to anyone that's overweight. I mean, like Montana and I like used to binge my 600 pound life. We did. We fell for them. I do love that show. (laughs) I, I know. But we really, we felt for the people. And I understand as I also struggle with addiction and and it is a type of addiction once you get to that weight it's yes, definitely it a type of addiction um and i get it like i sometimes have addiction with food too and i understand and it's it's a constant struggle when you've had any kind of fucking eating disorder whether that's a binge eating disorder or binge and purge or anorexia like it's all an eating disorder and i understand and i never want to shame anyone for that and the way this man went about it I don't agree with. No, I just don't like the fact that he weighed her. He handled it all wrong. Yeah. And also on my end, I, there was a woman that came in one day and they didn't tell us anything. That, that She came in. She was very overweight. She did not want to take off any of her clothes. And she had an oxygen tank. Oh. Right. And none of this was on the intake form. So I saw her and I was like, what the fuck? Why would, okay, why was she there, though? She didn't want to take off her clothes. Right. She did not want to take off her clothes. I had to go over the clothes the entire massage. Now, I did not turn her away. I did not. So you literally just rubbed her clothes? Yeah. Like, through her body through the clothes? Yes. Remember they said that sometimes you might have to do that at school? They talked about it. I know. It. I just didn't know she had a reason. It just seems like she didn't even want to be there. It was really weird. I mean, she said she felt really good after, and I was like, I barely touched you. I couldn't get to anything because it was your clothes in the way. And her husband had to hold the oxygen tank the entire time. But again, I didn't turn her away. I didn't shame her. I feel like this guy kind of shamed her. Yeah, and the fact that he also got – he lost money for his other um, coworkers too. We understand that very well. Yeah. I do understand that that's what like maybe like 50 to a hundred bucks you just lost. And that, yeah, that can really fuck with you, especially as a massage therapist. Yeah. We rely on the massage. So I understand, but. Asshole. Yeah. Just the way he handled it. I understand why he did what I understand why he didn't want to take her, but the way that he went about it. Yes. Was correct. such an asshole thing. Correct. Such an asshole way to go about it. I, if if I were that way and someone made fun of me, I would cry. It, it, not even, he didn't make fun of her, but he definitely singled her out and weighed her. I hate being weighed. I know. And I'm not, I'm nowhere close to 500 pounds. But every time I'm at the doctor's office and they're like, okay, step on the scale. I I'm turn like, around. I'm fuck. like, I'm going to face backwards. So don't tell me what it is. And they go, okay. I think you can like actually refuse to be weighed. Oh, can you? Mm-hmm. My oh, friend told me that. I just turn around. But I, I'm I'm too much of a baby to be like. All you have to probably say is like, "This is very triggering for me." It really is, though. So. I fucking just turn around, just face the opposite way. They don't care. I do, and I just like don't tell them, and they're like, "Okay." So yes, sir, you're an asshole. 
I agree. I just don't think that he did. I just don't think he handled it correct correctly at all. No, he didn't. I just. What would you have done? I probably would have tried it. Yeah. Wouldn't use a bunch of pressure nope. because it'd be I'd be hurting barely, myself barely to get pressure. to the muscle underneath the tissue. But I would have tried it. I'm with you. That's what I would have done because there's no need to make someone feel stupid. Yeah. Yep. And she probably like went home and cried. Yeah, exactly. You think they don't know? Do you think they don't? You think that they're not aware? Yeah, I know. I just, so this is kind of off subject. Kind of, but it kind of goes into it. I was watching, God damn it, I can't believe I'm going to admit this, but whatever, guys. I was watching Say Yes to the Dress. Never seen it. I love that show so much. Anyway, um, they were talking about how it's really hard for full-figured brides to find dresses in their size. Over a certain weight, it's really hard to find dresses. And there's usually an upcharge to get the dress ordered at a certain weight, um, which is really fucked. But anyway, so this girl was trying on this dress and, and she wanted it to match this pretty veil she had. And she there weren't that many dresses in the store that like could fit her. And so, like, she, like, tried on a couple and she was, like, about to, she was sad because, you know, it's, it's got to be humiliating. Yeah. Like, they're, like, well, we have, like, three dresses in the entire store that fits you. But, so, finally, she found this dress. Okay. And she liked it. It was in budget, they thought. But then this woman went and was tallying up the numbers and, like, the designer for that size, it was going to be an upcharge of $1,600. 1600 1600 And you could just see this bride's face fall. Like, she, I, my heart was breaking for Aww. her. But luckily, like, her dad was like, I'm not, I'm not letting my daughter settle. He's like, yeah, we'll do it. And I was like, oh, my God, the daddy came to I was oh crying. My, God. my dad would be like, you need to lose weight. I got so much. Oh, my God. My dad would have. My dad would have been like, yeah, we'll do it. We have to take out five credit cards. She's getting the fucking dress. Aww. But yeah, I mean, just like, ugh, I'm just going to say like that show is a fucking tearjerker. Sometimes Julie and I will just talk about it sometimes. Like these episodes that make us cry. Like there was one with a girl with a prosthetic leg because she had been born without a leg. And there was one with this girl. Oh, I'm going to cry talking about it now who had lost her sight at like 18 and they were like describing how she looked in the dress and just, Oh, she was, Oh, I can't. I, it was, I'm really going to cry. I've been crying all week. It was so emotional. And Julie sent me that one. I was like, thank you. I'm sobbing. And one of the girls was crying. because She beat breast cancer. And I was just like, Oh God, y'all making me cry. Fuck. But then there are some where it's like fucking crazy. Like there was one where this mom went and tried on wedding dresses at her daughter's fitting. Why? And she was like, can I wear this, honey? And she's like, mom, no, that's a fucking wedding dress. And it was sheer with like little placements to cover the important parts, but sheer and very sparkly. I was like, bet you got to upstage your own daughter's wedding. So do you watch Bridezilla's too? Wait. Oh, yeah. Wait. Bridezilla. No. I watch videos of Bridezilla's sometimes, but okay. I've never There's seen a show of Bridezilla's, and let me tell you, they are crazy. How would you even get on that show? Would you admit that you're a Bridezilla? 
I don't know. When I went, I think it was with your wedding when I went to go um, get a bridesmaid dress. I think I asked the girl, I'm like, do you get bridezillas a lot? And she says, oh, yes, all the time. I thought you were about to say, like, you submitted me to be a bridezilla. Oh, no. I was like, damn, no. I didn't think I was that bad. <laughs> no, I, it could have been yours or someone else's. Well, I've been in so many people's weddings. Yeah, as long as you didn't think um, I was a No, but I think that, I think I asked her that when I was picking up your dress. And she was like, yeah all the time and don't and i'm like why are you guys so mean i don't understand I, like it should be a happy day it should make you like happy so i don't understand these like but these people are helping you we went into this whole service thing before like last podcast mm-hmm. and just be nice to people yeah um but that show's intense just like the way these women act so that made me think of bridezillas we could do a whole podcast on bridezillas actually i think we should really yeah we should let's do it okay okay that's our next episode, guys. Well, no, next is numeral. Well, we'll see. Okay, we've got got a real treat for you this time. Ready? I didn't read ahead. You just read the title. I just read the title. Okay, we're all reading it together for the first time. I keep time. scolding her for not reading ahead. Yeah, I'm trying really hard not to. It says, am I the asshole? I didn't attend my son's wedding. I instead spent the evening with his ex-wife. <laughs> so, Watch see. her not be the asshole. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe. Shoot. Okay. But I wonder if it's a, I'm wondering if this was, if this, if it's the dad, what if it's the dad? Oh, oh, I was thinking it was like the mom. I don't know. We don't know yet. Okay. We'll see. Oh shit. Okay. We'll see. Oh, it is the husband. Okay. (laughs) I'm sorry. I just saw my wife and I. Okay. Quick backstory. After graduating high school, my son moved three states away for college. At 19, he married a girl he met. I tried convincing him to wait because I personally felt he was too immature. They both dropped out and moved back here to his hometown. At 20, they had their first child, a beautiful little girl. 16 months later, my daughter-in-law gave birth to their second child, a little boy. After the first baby, my wife and I noticed our daughter-in-law wasn't happy. We both thought it was postpartum depression related. Just after the second arrived, my son and his wife separated. She would bring the kids over for a visit. It was then she began unloading on us. I know there's two sides to every story, but considering I know my son, I believed her. I sat my son down numerous times to speak with him regarding his marriage. He refused to retake responsibility, blamed her for everything, even when I directly pointed out where he was the sole problem. They got into counseling. For a year, things were okay on the surface. Our our daughter-in-law filed for divorce. My son, three days later, was on Facebook announcing his new girlfriend. A month later, they were engaged. Oh, you know he was cheating. Oh, for sure. He was definitely cheating. Okay. My son had forced his then-wife to become a permanent stay-at-home mom at the birth of their first child. She had no other family or friends here. She knew no one aside from us. She had nowhere to go with two small children. Unbeknownst to our son, my wife and I helped her financially and got her an apartment. That's really nice. Before the divorce was even finalized, we received a wedding invitation. I made it clear to my son I would not be attending and they would not have my blessing. His mother told him she would see to it that I would attend. I stayed consistent in my decision. I also asked him not to bring his fiance around our house out of respect for the mother of his children. I like that, actually. That's pretty mm-hmm. legit. The wedding happened on February 11th. The night before, my wife gave me the final push. I did not attend. 
Our daughter also did not attend for the same reasons. My wife picked up her grandkids, got them dressed, and attended the wedding. My daughter and I decided to spend the evening with his ex. I couldn't imagine her sitting alone while her kids attended their father's wedding. She was taken aback that I didn't end up attending his wedding. We took her out to distract her mind. I just wanted her to know she'll always be considered family to us. That's sweet. My daughter also made a joke they can drop the in-law status and just be sisters now. She was very tearfully grateful. I realized just how badly she needed our support and specifically on that night. The next morning, my son called me to tell me how much of a horrible father I am for not attending his wedding. A few days later, he caught wind that I spent the wedding evening with his ex. He said that was the ultimate form of betrayal. And further, further, myself and his sister would have to earn him a a relationship with him on his terms only. No, he's not the asshole. Not the asshole at all. I had a feeling it was going to be like that. I know. It's always those ones with the titles. You're like, wait, what? He probably knew his son was cheating because she, the daughter-in-law. Unloaded. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Probably said he's cheating on me. Yeah. And the fact that you don't have family. And if those are your grandkids, you want your grandkids to be somewhere safe. You want your grandkids to feel loved, right? Yeah. That's just fun. Like three days later, you're in a relationship, and a month later, you're engaged. Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? After forcing your wife to be a stay-at-home mom and have kids in a town where she doesn't know fucking anyone? Yeah. Do you know how depressing that would be? Like, imagine, like, you were married to a guy, and you moved to, like, fucking Alabama, and you didn't know fucking anyone, and then he was like, we're going to have a kid, and you're going to be a stay-at-home mom. How the fuck would you meet anyone? You don't like play dates like what? And when they're young, like where do you even meet anyone? There, I have a friend that's on a site. Um, I guess there's a site for moms with like babies. That's how you meet. So yeah, I say not the asshole. I think the son is a fucking dick. And I, I mean, you know what? I bet he does the same thing to this wife. Bet he, bet he cheats on her, makes her fucking have kids. All right. So the next Me one. Too. This was only posted like four hours ago. Ooh. We can like give a verdict before Reddit does. <laughs> All right. Am I the asshole for telling my coworker that she is being over dramatic? Oh, shit. Okay. I, 24-year-old male, work at a large tech company. One of my coworkers, Erica, 27 female, has a very unhealthy father and she is always concerned about him. One day during her break, she gets in a... She gets a notification that her father's condition has devolved badly and he is currently in the hospital. Erica was told that her father needs to be hospitalized for a while. So I and a few coworkers found her actually kneeling on the floor of the break room, crying with her arms wrapped around herself. She told us what was going on and I told her that, I quote, it could be worse. It's not like your dad is dead. What the fuck? My manager is alerted to Erica's crisis, and he comes in and allows her to go home early. Then he berates me for apparently accusing Erica of being overdramatic. Literally, all I told her was it could be worse. And now I'm suspended without pay. I have recently messaged Erica apologizing for belittling her, and she got angry and told me don't ever reach out to me again. Am I the asshole? Yes. Yep. You are absolutely the fucking asshole. Like, and this really hits home with me, like... I mean, 
there were times when my dad was in the hospital and people would fucking say shit like that or say like, well, everything happens for a reason or this is God's plan or like bullshit shit like that. And like, I just wanted to punch them in the fucking face. I want to punch this dude in the face. This is her dad. Like he's sick. He's really sick and she's scared. Like I fully fucking relate to this girl. And I think he is such an asshole for telling her it could be worse. He's not dead. And I'm proud of her for saying like, don't ever fucking reach out to me again. Fuck you. You're the fucking asshole. Like go fucking, I don't know. But this person and that commented, I bet you like to tell women to calm down also. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know what is a lot worse than your parent being dead? Watching them suffer and die slowly right before your eyes. I completely 5, agree with that. I completely fucking agree yeah. with that. It's 5,000 so upvotes. Honestly, by the time my dad passed away, it was almost a relief after watching him struggle and be in pain and sick and like just miserable for so fucking long. Could be worse. I'm going to punch that guy. I want to find him and like literally hit him in the fucking face. He's Son of a fucking You bitch. are a huge asshole. You're the biggest asshole. Fuck right off. I like how he, like, thinks he's not in the wrong here. And, like, all these people are, like, belittling Yeah, him. they're, like, you're Commenting. a shithead. Yeah, they're going into a man. Okay, I won't get into all the comments in here. But, like, yeah, comments telling women to calm down. Yeah, that's, that's all right. crazy. Also, if you don't agree with us, you can email us and tell us. Like... They're not the asshole or whatever. I don't want to hear about that one. I will punch you in the face if you agree with him. Don't tell me. You can message Montana and Big Sky, but as someone that has personally been fucking through this and seen their dad go through fucking hell, no, don't ever tell me that he wasn't the asshole. That one hit home. All right, let's do a different one then. How about this one? Am I the asshole for refusing to go on a trip because my husband didn't ask me? So today when my female 30 husband, male 29, came home from work, he told me we'll be going on a trip in two weeks. In two weeks. I asked what he means by that and he answered that he booked a six-day long vacation with hotel and everything for the two of us. For clarification, he didn't tell me anything about the idea beforehand. He didn't even ask if I want to go, so I politely told him he should have asked me first because I can't just take a leave from work like that and that... And that I won't be going since I'm very busy at the moment. I suggested we could arrange a trip together at a time when we both have time. I couldn't wrap my head around why he didn't ask me first. He got mad saying he meant it as a nice surprise and that I should stop being so uptight and enjoy life a little bit. And he walked out and slammed the door at me. Am I the <laughs> asshole here? Hmm. I mean, like, uh, I can't just take a trip. I can't either. Without like, because you and I have clients booked out. For like a while and like a lot of jobs you can't just be like hey i'm taking a trip for two weeks and a month they'll be like uh what no you aren't and you're like uh yes i am um i do think it was wrong of him to book it without maybe consulting her about scheduling but i also think that she didn't handle it the best but like I would have been like oh my god like that's so sweet and kind of you and like she I said love... I politely told him yeah you should have asked me first I I just would have been a, like nice about it like like over like really nice like that's so sweet but 
I just can't. To me, it sounds like she went, to me, it sounds like she was like, okay, but I, I can't do that. I'm really busy at work. Don't you understand? Like, I, I, I really appreciate it, but I'm very busy right now. Because the way she said it, it sounds like she might have been a little cavalier. Or yeah. Like, I mean, enough to piss him off. That would hurt my feelings if someone wasn't excited about a surprise trip. I mean, so I, I see both sides. I see both sides, too. But, like, with our business, I feel like if you have your husband that knows how it works, he probably should have, like, said, hey, I want to plan this trip. I'm going to surprise you with where I take you. What dates would work for you? Or even talk to the boss and be like, hey, I want to take her to a, on a trip. Can you block these dates oh out God. without telling that her? That would be amazing. But you know what? This is why women... This is why women do this shit. I'm like, sorry. If I'm... husbands like did that extra step and actually went to the boss, like I'm just gonna say this right now. I planned my entire wedding and my honeymoon. My husband was just like, cool. I was like, okay, I, mean, I feel like this. some men are like nonchalant about that stuff. Like, especially weddings. Me. But I don't know. I think they both are in the wrong. I think so... they both are too. Yeah, I'm with you. I agree. Am I the asshole for asking my boyfriend to get rid of gifts from his deceased ex? <laughs> oh, boy. I, 26 female, have been dating my boyfriend, 28 male, for six months now. My boyfriend dated this other girl, Sarah, for three years, but she passed away shortly after being diagnosed with leukemia. Three years passed and my boyfriend met me. I knew about Sarah before the start of our relationship, and I found it charming when he would talk about her. It made me more drawn to him, seeing how sensitive he can be. Our relationship has been perfect. That is, until I decided to play Minecraft with him and his little brother in my attempt to bond more with the brother. I was exploring their home when I stumbled upon a room with a sign over it that said, Sunray Sunshine, fake. I don't know what that means. When I asked about the room, my boyfriend said that it used to be Sarah's room. Turns out this whole place was built by Sarah, my boyfriend, and his brother. I began to feel jealous of Sarah. I thought I was making a special memory between me, my boyfriend, and his brother, but it turns out I was just a visitor in their fondest memory of Sarah. I suggested we use the room for other purposes, but he said no, which I thought was odd. Since then, I have become more aware of how much Sarah still lingers in his life. I learned that all the trinkets plush on his house and desk were from Sarah. He also still stays in contact with her family and visits them on holidays, birthdays. Whenever his family talks about Sarah, it's always about how perfect she was and that she saved his life. I feel like I am competing with Sarah and that I will never be like Sarah and nor be as loved as Sarah. I decided to bring this up with my boyfriend. I told him how it's unhealthy to hold on to an ex for this long and he should let go. He got upset and said he has no plans to let go as he has and always will love her. He went on to list all the good things about Sarah. He met her when he was at a low point in his life. Sarah motivated him to start school and he pursued a good education and now has a well-paying job because of it. He also explained that even though he will always love her, it wouldn't make him feel any less for me because love is not finite. I told him this does not reassure me that I'm a priority and would feel, and I would feel better if he were to get rid of gifts from her that way. I'm not constantly reminded that I'm not her. He got upset and ended the conversation abruptly. No, and if you don't like my room, then don't go in it. Now I am just constantly reminded of her. She is literally everywhere. It is almost to the point where I fight the urge to roll my eyes whenever she is brought up in the conversation. A part of me feels like I'm in the wrong for asking him to get rid of the gifts, but at the same time, my feelings are valid too. 
I'm gonna let you go first on this. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, again, I see both sides. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, honestly, I don't think it's I don't think it's fair of her to ask him to give it up. The gifts and stuff. No, I don't think that's fair. And I I agree. I don't think love is finite, but I I do understand like. I can be a jealous person and insecure and I would feel really insecure that there's this like overwhelming presence in his life, this like woman that where every where she's everywhere. However, I just I can't imagine asking someone to like erase the memory of someone else like she died. She doesn't just live in another town like she died. Yeah. I don't know. And like, the thing is like her complaining about it and her, it's not going to change it. They're going to talk about her. He's going to have memories of her and she's always going to be there because she fucking died. Like, this isn't just like, oh, we broke up because we just weren't meant to be like, she fucking died. That that's painful. That's something you carry with you. And him getting rid of his stuff is not going to erase her from his life. I think it's a bad move, honestly. I think it'll just make him more firmly stuck in the things that he can remember and he will try to bring out her memory in other ways. Well, I don't think you should get rid of this stuff. But I could see it would be overwhelming if it was like always, that's all they talked about, like ever. Yeah, I mean, but the thing is, like, she's either going to have to accept, like, this is how it is and I can be grateful for this woman that changed him and brought him into my life and is now a part of who, why he is the way he is, or I need to leave him behind and find someone that doesn't have this memory of another girl with them. It's really on her. She needs to figure out if she can handle that in the relationship or if she can't, because it's not going to change. So is she the asshole? I wouldn't say she's the asshole. I don't think either of them are the asshole. I think she's hurt and confused and sad. And I think he's hurt and confused and wants to hang on to something that means a lot to him. I understand. I see both sides. I don't think she's right for asking him to give it up. No, that, no, I don't think she should ask for him to give that stuff up. But honestly, if she's at the point where she's rolling her eyes about it, I think it might be time for her to leave. What are some of the people comments? Like, what are they saying about it? Someone up top said... You're the asshole. She's not his ex. She's dead, which is what I said. They never broke up. She died. She will always be a part of his life and you can be a part of it too. See? But not in place of her. You need to either accept this or leave. And then someone said, I never understand Did you write that comment? Right? (laughs) I I really, I get it though. Yeah. And then someone said, I never understand people who feel jealous or threatened by a dead person. You're the asshole. And then someone said, I honestly can imagine that it doesn't feel great thinking that if it weren't for the previous partner dying, they would have still been together, almost like you were a second choice. With that said, life is complex and meaningful relationships are rare and crucial to being happy. Dig deep, accept the past for what it is, and move on. Someone said, sure, but that's her problem, though. If she feels so uncomfortable, then maybe this relationship isn't for her. See? She has yeah. no right to make him feel bad or guilty for keeping trinkets of his deceased girlfriend. You're the asshole. You can't. Someone said, you're the asshole. You don't decide how or how long someone grieves. It's understandable if you can't handle it, but the only one turning this into a competition is you. And then someone said, ETA, you know you can't win a competition with a dead person, right? Someone said, I don't know. I could definitely beat a dead person at Fortnite. (laughs) That's kind of funny. (laughs) To lighten it up a bit. 
All right, so it seems like she's the asshole. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't, like I said, I I don't know if I would say she's an asshole, but I do think she maybe needs to reevaluate things. I guess that kind of hits with me, too, because, like, I mean, my ex wanted me to get rid of, like, all my photos with my ex-husband. And I was like, but those are my memories, too. Like, so if Tony died... And he made, he still made you get rid of that stuff. How would you handle that? I would not have handled that well. I don't think it's right either way. I mean, like, I never wanted my exes to delete photos of themselves with other women. It is what it is. It's part of life. You're going to be with other people. However, you damn well better put some pics of us up there. Well, there's chapters of your life. Absolutely. There's different chapters so of course men are gonna have pictures with women and vice versa people they once dated that stuff doesn't bug me yeah i mean i remember like my ex and i got in a fight because he had all these photos with his exes but none of me and i was like "Uh uh-uh motherfucker why the fuck don't we have a photo together and he's like what and i was like fuck you other guys want to take photos of me I'm so jealous. I'm I'm so lovely to be around. Okay. How about this one? Because it's kind of relating to service stuff that we talked about. Okay. Shoot. Am I the asshole for telling my boyfriend he screwed up and he was the one who acted like a jerk in a restaurant? I'm already feeling like she's not the asshole, but let's see. All right. (laughs) Me and my boyfriend are both in our early 20s. This just happened like an hour ago. Ah, these, this new generation, I'm telling you. Let me post about it. <laughs> we meet each other for lunch a lot. Today, we went to this Mexican place we've gone to a few times before and had pretty good food. <clears throat> the short of it is my boyfriend wanted shrimp tacos. Not to be bogus or anything, but I'm sure you all know the type of place I'm talking about. I advised him that getting shrimp probably wasn't the best idea. He insisted on wanting shrimp tacos, though. Naturally, he said they were terrible, I looked at the him, I looked at them and they did not look good, so I believed him. He ate like half of one taco out of the three it came with. He was voicing his displeasure the whole time, but he had no time to order again because he needed to get back to work. When the check came, he told the server that the tacos were terrible, and the evidence is right there that he only ate half of one taco. He told the server he won't be paying for the tacos. He said he will be paying cash and he will pay for my food, the guacamole we got as an appetizer and the margaritas, but he will not be paying for the tacos. The server server got a manager who eventually agreed to take the tacos off of the bill. He paid for what he said he'd pay for, left a crappy tip, $5 on a $44 bill. Ew. And we left. I told him he embarrassed me and he should have listened to me in the first place. He was angry, saying now he has to spend more money to pick up Wendy's on his way to work. He justified his poor tip by saying the server tried to tell him he needed to pay for the food he didn't eat, so the server is lucky to get what he got. I still think he brought this upon himself, so I am mad. I told him again this is his fault, and he had no reason to act like a jerk to the server and embarrass me. Am I the asshole? I'm going to go with no. I don't think she should be like, I told you so. Like I don't think she should be like, that's how bad it's dude. I don't think it should be about the fact that she like told him like not to get the shrimp tacos. I don't think that that has anything to do with it. I think that there's a way to go about that. If his attitude was like that, 
I would be embarrassed. Exactly. I would be absolutely, totally embarrassed. Now, I do understand he only ate half of one taco, so I do agree that he should not have to pay for the tacos. I agree on that, yes. I do agree on that. However... How he went about it. Listen, you're just a server. You literally live on tips. And you're just like, dude, can you just pay for the fucking tacos? I understand. Should they have taken the tacos off the bill right away? Yeah. They should have. That's on them too. I understand. But I also understand being a server in the weeds and being like, dude, can you just fucking pay for the taco? Because like, I don't think I I really send back food that often. There was like one time I was at Applebee's and I like ate like a tiny bit of my pasta and I just pushed it away. It was terrible. Somehow overcooked and undercooked at once. <laughs> it was awful. And then the waitress came over and she's like, honey, did you not like your food? And I was like, oh, uh, no, no, I didn't. And she's like, why didn't you tell me? And I was like, I didn't want to make a fuss. <laughs> and she's like, well, you're not paying for it. And I was like, no, I didn't want to do that. And she's like, no, you're not fucking paying for this. And she had it taken off the bill. So you shouldn't have to pay for food you really didn't like and didn't eat. Because, I mean, if he had eaten all the tacos and then said not he didn't pay for them, I would hate him. Because I see people do that or saw people do that all the time in restaurants, which is like, fuck you, you ate it all. But he didn't eat it. They should have taken it off his bill right away. But leaving a $5 check tip on a $44 bill and then being like, like, I hate this. This is terrible. Now I have to spend money on this. You're lucky to get what you've got. This was terrible. Oh, the worst service ever. I'd be like, there's a way to handle this, sir. You can be like, hey you know what? I didn't really like these tacos. Can you maybe take them off the bill? And the server probably would have been like, totally understandable. Especially if he told him right away. Yeah. And if he had just been like, I just didn't really like this. If he'd been calm and measured, I know service industry, they would have been like, yeah, let me get my manager and I'll do this. But if you're a fucking asshole, you're going to be like, hell no. You think I'm going to make my tip even less for you, asshole? If I take this off, what? You're going to fucking dock another five dollars for my tip which you did anyway i get it he's the asshole i don't think she's the asshole i think he's the asshole he's the asshole he's the, he's it's and it's not about sending the tacos back it's the fact that he didn't do you feel like though she kind of made it worse she did make it worse she's like i told you not to order it and of course he's gonna be like mom like fire back so i probably pissed him off even more and again they're in their early 20s so i know they're like little babies i know. know little babies let's see what the commenter said so i don't think she's the asshole he's the asshole someone said not the asshole but maybe I think that is for a different reason. It's not that you were right about the shrimp tacos. It is that your boyfriend handled this terribly. Exactly yep. what we said. Yeah. If the food is bad, you gently get the attention of the server and tell them you don't like the food and would like it taken off the bill. The server can agree or a manager. Then the problem is ideally solved. The server gets an appropriate tip because it isn't their fault the food wasn't good and we all move on. Instead, your boyfriend sat around complaining to you instead of the server and then just ordered the server around in what I feel is an impolite way. Then he left a poor tip because he didn't convey his issue appropriately. I'd be embarrassed too, not because he ordered the shrimp tacos, but he failed to adult in what is a basic scenario, albeit a mildly uncomfortable one, and his approach made it more uncomfortable. Yeah. These are legit. Yep. All right. We'll do a couple more Am I the Assholes and then we might just head to bed. Or at least I will. I got to take this little bastard on a walk again. 
All right. So the next one, am I the asshole for telling my husband his friend thought I was too ugly for him, even though that's not what he said? Question mark. I've been with my husband since we were teens. Wait, first off, whoa. That's too long. That's, yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> Y'all need to break up for a minute there. Yeah. Okay, sorry. All right. I've been with my husband since we were teens, and he's always been open about the fact that his lifestyle would have been completely different had we not met at such a young age and if our circumstances had been different. Mm. His friend Jake likes to joke about how I was lucky I met my husband when I did. I usually don't take it personally, but he brought it up while my husband wasn't within earshot, and he made a point to tell me how he didn't think we should have ended up married if we met as adults. That we would have ended up married if we met as adults. That they would not have ended up married? Yeah. When I asked him why, he told me that if I was being honest with myself, I could see my husband was the type to date a bunch of models before bagging himself a trophy wife at 45. What? He knew I was offended because he tried to turn the conversation around by saying I was too smart to just be a trophy wife and that my husband wouldn't have been my type if I met him as an adult either because he was, quote, a bit of a dick. What? I told my husband that Jay thinks I'm too ugly for him after making him promise not to say anything to him. I did go into more detail about the conversation and my husband didn't seem that upset before he went to bed. He even jokingly asked me if I was trying to fish for compliments. He never said anything to Jake until they had a boys night, which is when he blew up at him. I don't know what happened exactly, but apparently it was bad and my husband was really angry with Jake for calling me ugly, which Jake denies. Jake's accusing me of trying to cause issues between them by lying since he didn't say I was ugly even once. I know he's been calling me both insecure and vain behind my back to their friends. I did try to explain what exactly happened to my husband, but only makes him angrier at Jake every time I bring it up. Am I the asshole? This is complicated. (laughs) I feel like sometimes they're complicated and it's like there's not like a clear answer. She shouldn't have said it the way she did. But... His friend definitely should not have said that. If someone fucking told me, oh, yeah, he ended up with you because, you know, you were teenagers. But really, he is the type to date models. I'd be like, what? (laughs) I, so, I wouldn't have used, he called me ugly. No. I would say the exact words of what he used. I would quote him exactly what he said. Yeah, exactly. He didn't say she was ugly. But, I mean, he did insinuate that she's not, like, a trophy wife or a model. I know, but but that way, Jake can't be like, oh, well, I didn't say that because he didn't say that. Right. So if she actually used his exact words on what he he said, then Jake can't say anything. I don't like any of this. And her husband probably just blew up because he got drunk. And then, like, and then he just got pissed at his friend for not backing down. And I don't know. It just... It's also stupid, and, like, I don't think she should have said what she said to him, but I don't think his friend should have said, that That would hurt the shit out of me. That would hurt, that would hurt my heart. Do you think his friend likes her? Like, think about it. No. No, I don't. I think he was just being a douchey boy. Hmm. Maybe they could have gotten a big fight because... If his friend there was more said that her husband wouldn't tell her. Nah, I doubt it. I mean, I doubt if he liked her, he'd start calling her insecure and vain. And like not talking to her. So I'm gonna go with no. <laughs> I don't think he liked her. I think he was just 
being an idiot and trying to make a joke and then got her feelings hurt and then her husband got pissed and now he's mad that all this happened because she kind of wrongly narrated what happened. So no, I don't think there's any attraction there, especially because he tried to back it up with a, oh, you're really smart. So you wouldn't have ended up with a dick. If someone tells you you're smart and have a great personality, that's like saying like you're not the most beautiful girl in the world, but at least you have brains. So this comment is by Puppy Farts 99. Oh, see, this person said the Puppy Farts 99. He says, yeah, I agree. Jake seems to have some deeper ulterior motives. If he doesn't have a crush on OP on your husband, it's, po- it's possible he simply represents that his friend is married and not free to join him in the single guy partying lifestyle. Some can guys can't get part. much action without a wingman besides him to him. I can see the second part. I don't think he has a crush on her or he would have like said something a bit nicer and not so douchey unless other people are saying that jake's like projecting but yeah you're kind of insulting your friend too you're insulting both of them yeah Mm. so i don't she's not the asshole but i feel like she should have worded it differently she's not the asshole she's an unreliable narrator oh that's a good one i'd be pissed though also her husband shouldn't have shook and i feel like he shouldn't have like he kind of laughed it off Mm. I'm like, this hurts me. Why are you laughing it off? And then blew up. Yeah. They, pro- they probably got drunk. You're right. Yeah. Okay, how about this? Am I the asshole for making plans on Valentine's so I don't babysit my granddaughter? <laughs> my 36 female daughter, Leah, 17 female, is a teen mom. My daughter got pregnant at 14, and it was very shocking news, but we found out very early on, and she got to abort it. A few oh months God, later, and she got pregnant again, and I couldn't handle the situation very well all the time, but having my sister, which is her aunt, talk to her about what she was planning to do, she decided to keep the baby, which the I'll admit- did she get on birth control with birth? Okay, sorry. Go on. She decided to keep the baby, which I'll admit I wasn't very happy to hear, and I told her she'll have to be responsible about the consequences. Of course, as a mother, I couldn't have her work and distract herself from school. I didn't want her to miss on her childhood, so I had to work evening night shifts to care for my granddaughter while Leah was in school. I realized that Leah has been taking advantage of my situation and making me cancel plans so I can babysit for her. I overheard her making plans for Valentine's two weeks ahead on the phone with someone saying, my mom will do it. She has no life anyway. And laughing afterward. What a bitch. Being a single mom and having to work multiple jobs was hard enough, but since she gave birth to her daughter, I haven't gone out to any party. I've canceled many weekend gatherings so that my daughter can be able to hang out with her friends. And if I did go, I always have my granddaughter with me. And for her to laugh about my situation like that angered me. Yeah, that's fucked up. The same day, I was asked by a guy I've been seeing to accompany him on Valentine's. And I was hesitant, but I didn't want to miss the chance. He's a really nice guy. I haven't been been on a date for almost six years. And it wouldn't hurt to give my daughter a taste of motherhood when she least expected. Yes. I told my daughter that I got asked out for Valentine's. And she was happy at first, but then asked if I was going to take care of her daughter with me. If I was going to take her daughter with me and I said, obviously not, and she'll have to cancel plans for a day. 
I didn't expect her reaction to be so extreme. She cried, screamed, and told me I was being selfish and that I was letting her miss on her date just because I thought a guy was interested in me. What? Oh, no. Her daughter. Okay. Keep going. The argument didn't end very well. I stood my ground and went to that date and she had to cancel plans, but she's really, but she's still really mad about it and was been ignoring me. I love my daughter and I wouldn't want her to miss anything, but I wanted her to learn a lesson and be responsible. My sister agrees with me, but my friend told me I shouldn't have done it on a normal day, not on Valentine's. Does my approach make me the asshole? Not the asshole. Not even a little bit. That's so clear. Her daughter is a spoiled little bitch. Who doesn't take responsibility for her own actions. Sorry. Well, this woman is like close to my age. And if I had a 17 year daughter acting like that, I would have like, I would have done the same thing. Yeah. And she got pregnant when she was 14, had an abortion and got pregnant again. Yeah. You should put your daughter on birth control. If you obviously know she's I having sex. I think they even do that when you have an abortion. I think they recommend birth control and might even prescribe it. Do they prescribe it that young? Uh, yeah, you can get it pretty young. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you can get pretty young with your parents' consent. Yeah. Um, so basically what I'm hearing is our daughter lacks complete responsibility because she's fucking a child. She's fucking a child. She's a child. She's a baby. And now, like, her mom wants to have a fucking life and she's like, no, how dare you? You don't have a life. Some guy might be interested in you. Ha ha. Probably not. You don't have a life. Well, you just don't have a life because of her. Exactly. She's supporting her own daughter. Does she even like and her granddaughter? It doesn't sound like she ever hangs out with her daughter. It sounds like the mom is with her daughter because her kid is at school. What? Does she, like, hang out with her for a few hours before bedtime and then put her down? Well, her granddaughter can be old enough to be her own daughter. Probably people probably think it's her daughter yeah probably i mean yeah if we got pregnant now we probably have what a two or three year old yeah at 36 so yeah mm -hmm. yep not the asshole even on valentine's day i think she needs to have full responsibility for her own actions doing it on a normal day probably wouldn't have caused such a tantrum and i want that bitch to feel the fucking weight of responsibility so i say good on the mom Good on the fucking grandma. Good for you. Fuck that bitch, Leah. She's fucking a child. She's a child. She's a tiny little baby. I was an idiot at 17. We're all idiots. And selfish dumbasses. No, she's not the asshole. I'm glad Red agrees. (laughs) Has abortion and immediately gets pregnant again. Literally insane. I wanted to know why OP didn't make sure she was on birth control, at least better supervised. Yes. This person said, my sister's best friend had four abortions in two years then kept the fifth pregnancy about a year later. She wasn't a teenager, though. She was 27 when her daughter was born. I'm very pro-choice, but shit. At some point, you should consider some form of birth control. I believe that all her abortions were early enough to just use the abortion pill, but that still has to be rough on your body. I'm fucking pro-choice too. Also, that is really rough on your body. It just really four fucks abortions with your in two years. That's insane. I'm as pro-choice as they come, but shit. After the first time, maybe consider birth control, the patch, and IUD. I love my IUD. I'm getting another one as soon as possible. My fucking gynecologist was even like, "Hey, if things start looking rough." And it looks like they're going to, like, outlaw some shit. Like, he didn't say it in so many words. But he was like, if things start looking a little strange, you can come here and get another IUD early. And we can put the new one in. And I was like, I see you. 
I like him. I've never had a male gyno before, but he was absolutely adorable. Anyway. Yeah, no, not the asshole. I do, however, question why her daughter wasn't on birth control. No. Because that's insane. Uh, this person says, taking care of the child is one thing, but to allow her daughter to continue living as if she didn't have a child and serious responsibilities was wrong. I agree. Her daughter obviously has never been given consequences before in her life, seeing yep. as she got pregnant right after getting an abortion for getting pregnant yep. at 14 no less and needs a heavy dose of reality. I agree with that. The mom basically acted like this was her child, like this was her child, not her granddaughter. And that little... 17 year old threw a fucking tantrum when she had a dose of responsibility like wake up in the real world honey the hell do you think is gonna happen your mom's just gonna take over your fucking baby and raise it as her own no that's your child op needs to fucking i mean i feel for the op and i'm glad that she finally put a little responsibility and i understand that you want to do everything you can for your children but like shit there comes a time when you gotta draw the line i mean yeah my parents had to have really rough conversations with me growing up about my drinking and stuff. And they could be really harsh sometimes. But you know what? I needed it. Yeah, and everyone else is like literally calming. Pregnant at 14. Pregnant at 14. Did I read that right? Like everyone keeps like, pregnant at 14. Where's the baby daddy? Wait, where is he at? But like, I mean, I have like, um clients that are like teachers or principals and stuff and these kids are like sexually active at like 12. I know my mom's a teacher. Yeah it's insane girl. I I didn't even get kissed while I was like 13. It's just different time and obviously even you know their other posts are like well she's 17 now I'm like well she still probably acts like she's a 14 year old. I cannot. (laughs) I cannot. That one was rough. That makes me mad. This is why I don't want some little bitch of a daughter. Sorry. Would you rather have a son if you had to have a kid? I've all okay, to be honest, I've always wanted a little girl. But like from like from like zero to nine and then from like skip twenty skip between phase. Beyond. Yeah, I not like ten no, maybe even ten. But like eleven to twenty, you are such a fucking cunt. I was. I was such a cunt. Sorry. I'm just going to say it. I was. I was fucking terrible. Poor Awful. Betty. Oh, poor Betty. Betty's savage as fuck. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? Our friend used to be like, your mom fights like a middle school girl. And she fucking did. Well, where do you think you get it from? Exactly. I got my sassy savageness from Betty. She would say shit. And I was like, damn, mom. <laughs> okay. Can I go cry in my room now? But we needed it because we were awful teenagers, both Alexia and I. I had my moments, but I don't think I was a horrible teenager. Oh, my God. I was the worst teenager. Always, like, sneaking out of the house, like, sleeping with my boyfriend, making out with him in front of fucking everyone, getting wasted, doing drugs. I was, like, the epitome of, like, a bad kid. So bad. I was so sweet and innocent. And then I discovered boys and drugs. And I went insane. And my mom was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this girl. I still remember one time she was so pissed at me. I can't, I can't remember what it was. And I, I mean, I was like 16 or something. I was such a fucking bitch. And like, she was like, she was, her fists were clenching. Her face was fucking red. She was like getting in my face and screaming. And I was like, I could take you. 
And that was it. She kept trying to hit me. She was trying to wail on me and I was blocking all her shots. And she's like, just let me get one in. And I was like, no. <laughs> dad had to like. And I was like, where's your dad on this? <laughs> dad dragged her out of the house. Took her on a drive. He's like, you guys do not need to be around each other. Woo, yeah. Mom and I got into like knockdown, drag out, screaming fights. Yeah, I never had that. Oh, man. My mom's too calm for that. No, my mom's fucking savage as fuck. My mom's too passive. They called me a barfly once. That was rough. A barfly? Mm-hmm. You're such a barfly. Yeah, because I would sit at the bar and get fucking wasted all the time. I looked like shit. I was heavy. I was bloated. I looked like ass. I had like dark circles under my eyes. I just drank all my money away. I was such a fucking mess. So yeah, they called me a barfly. Like, you're going to end up like that bitch at the at O'Reilly's. You're going to end up just like her. Fucking drinking away till you're fucking 40. No one to talk to except the fucking bartender. You stupid ass barfly. Like, damn, you're like fucking rough. But I needed it. I needed that punch in the face. And so does Leah. Uh, she needs something. Yeah. Fuck, I'll come over there. I'll, I'll play Betty for a minute. She is savage. Just send Betty over. I don't know, man. I think Betty and I had those fights because I'm her daughter. And there's that, like, teenage mother-daughter tension. I mean, even now, like, we'll get in fucking fights and scream at each other. Not often, but sometimes. And then we'll both, like, yell a lot. And then we'll both, like, end up, like, crying and apologizing and going and getting chocolate. That's, like, our relationship. Yeah, but she heard her on the phone. Like, that would really upset me that my mom has no life anyway. Yeah, that's shitty. She doesn't have a life because she's taking care of your daughter. Pregnant twice. Get an abortion, and then a few months later, you get pregnant again. And you're right. Where is the baby daddy? Yeah, so the dad's not in the picture. I want to assume she probably would have said if he was. And so here's my thing. If your child is underage, do you make that decision for them if they can have an abortion or not? No, I don't think so. I don't think you can force them to have an abortion, but I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. know. I mean, I don't know how it works. Mm, I know that to get an abortion, I believe you need parental consent, I think. So I don't know. I don't know anymore. The laws have changed. That's also very true. I can't keep up with the changing laws right now. I mean, they're making me dizzy. All right, well, do you want to read one more? Me? Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay, let's try this one. Am I the asshole for calling my friend holier than thou because she refused to dress up? Oh, God, I don't dress up, so. Let's see. We're all in our early 20s. This is something pretty small, but my friend is annoyed with me, so here I am. Throw away and fake names, obviously. My friend Annie is having her 21st birthday soon, and she's planned a costume party. The theme is glamour, so dressing up as old Hollywood stars, fashion icons, not a pizza costume or something. Oh my god, I want to do this! Oh my god, that sounds so fun. Old Hollywood? Oh god, I would love it. Okay, so I thought it'd be fun to do a pair of costumes, and some of my other friends are doing that. So I asked my friend Jane if she'd be up for that. She was enthusiastic about it and said, yes, the couple I thought of dressing up as both have died. Jane doesn't want to do this because she thinks it's disrespectful. When I told her she was going as Audrey Hepburn or Marilyn Monroe or someone, it would still be the same if she thinks it's disrespectful because they're no longer with us. Jane is very distantly related to one of the families, so she said she doesn't want us to dress up as them and they died young, so it's worse. So did Marilyn. 
I got annoyed and told her she was trying to be holier than thou. And if she's going to tell every single person at the party that they're being disrespectful because they dress up as someone deceased, which is the case for most costumes for an old Hollywood fashion theme. That is an incomplete sentence. She got pissed because I said that. Am I the asshole? Um, I do think her friend needs to calm down a little bit. I don't think it's disrespectful. I don't think personally think it's disrespectful. Okay. What I would find disrespectful at a costume party, blackface. That's straight up fucking disrespectful. No, but like like the icons and stuff. Yeah, I'm but that's what I'm saying. Dressing up as like someone like Marilyn Monroe or like Morticia and Gomez or like something like that, or yeah, they're a fake couple, but like Marilyn Monroe, Audrey Hepburn, Liz Taylor, like any of those like old hot Jane Mansfield, she died young and in a horrific way too. <laughs> horrific. But you can still dress up on her, and I don't think it's disrespectful. I think it's honoring them. I think it's honoring them too. Okay, so apparently Reddit disagrees. <laughs> Which I, reading this, I kind of understand. Okay, so someone said, you're the asshole, no surprise, based on the extremely trivial title. To clarify, your friend said she didn't want to dress up as someone because it made her uncomfortable, and you decided to shame her and try and bully her into doing what you want by implying that she was morally shaming you? Maybe you think her reasons are silly, but they're her reasons for herself. Meanwhile, you're literally trying to be the moral authority to her on what's okay while pretending it's the other way around. I think she handled it wrong. Yeah, I do understand. Like, if someone's not comfortable, like, dressing up as someone, like, I do get it. And, like, you shouldn't, like, shame them for it and call them, like, holier than thou. But, like, still, I think her friend is being a mite bit sensitive about it. Because if we're talking old Hollywood, I mean... Many people in old old Hollywood died young. I mean, they they did. Yeah, a lot of them drugs, cover up murders. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think Marilyn Monroe was murdered. Oh, for sure. She was death murdered. You know. Okay, so speaking of Marilyn Monroe, what did you think about Kim K wearing her dress? No, no, no. Okay. No. I knew you were gonna say that. I was fucking furious. Now that I thought was disrespectful. She just bought Princess Diana's fucking jewelry too. Bitch, her jewelry should not be on your neck. She did? Fuck out of here. Yeah. She just bought like a fucking rose, like a rosary or something. I don't know. She bought something. I don't keep up with Kim K, but I I just, that made me. Princess Diana. I love Princess Diana because she's like, I don't give a fuck about these people. Yeah. And she was one of the first people that like, crusaded the, the AIDS epidemic and like hugged someone with AIDS when no one was sure how it was transferred and she like gave someone with AIDS a hug. I love her just for that. I think that's super badass. And I fucking hate Kim Kardashian, by the way. I don't, I mean, I don't like Kim Kardashian either. I just know that her fitting into Marilyn Monroe's dress calls like a huge uproar and everyone's like, why are you wearing her dress? It's History. I don't think anyone should be wearing her dress. Agreed. It's fucking, it's a piece of history. Why can't you just copy the dress? Like, why exactly. does it have to be her actual dress? Because she wants to cause a fucking stir. She wants to be equated to Marilyn Monroe, but Marilyn Monroe actually had talent and brains. I hate the Kardashians. Come at me. I don't give a fuck. I mean, I don't, I don't, I've never watched a show. I don't nope. care about the Kardashians, but like, there's like things like, like that I'll see. 
online and she lost like that weight just to fit into it and then that that even like pissed people off more because they're like you should just wear something that fits your body and it's a whole thing so to me now that is disrespectful that is super disrespectful what if she ripped it like what if exactly something happened to it even if it wasn't Marilyn monroe's dress that's a fucking piece of fashion history yeah i am obsessed with fashion like give me met gala give me fucking couture give me hot couture i fucking love fashion don't take pieces of fashion history and stroll on the red fucking carpet are you kidding me that needs to be in a museum so we can all look at it and be like oh my god like look at this look at this look at look at the way they made clothes back then this is a piece of history someone made this can you hand can you believe that yeah so if you want to go to a party dresses like Marilyn Monroe like to Mm -hmm. me it's like I'm dressing as her because Mm -hmm. she's my idol like to me that's not disrespectful no I agree I agree I just thought of this but apparently um Jackie O um still has the suit that President Kennedy was wearing when he was shot but she won't let it be released um to like a museum for like 100 years after his uh death so we probably won't see it you say why 100 years i think just because to her it also felt disrespectful and like it was like maybe like a stain on the legacy and she wanted people to remember him for who he was not for how he died and this isn't a whole podcast about jackie oh she's had some rough shit Hey, behind all these men's a smart woman and a powerful woman. Yeah, she, the guy she dated, the Aristotle Onassis, that's how she got the O in her name, was such an asshole. He used to hear her, like, talking about Socrates with some of his Greek friends, and he would tell her to shut up and stop acting like she was smart. Terrible. Wow. I know. That guy was a dick. So, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thanks, history chicks. <laughs> They do such great podcast. I love them. Yep. Yep. Someone else, going back to the topic at hand, said, you're the asshole. You want her to do this on your terms only. Her reasons may not be ironclad, but her feelings are obvious. She told you she doesn't want to dress up as a couple in question, and instead of suggesting something you would both be okay with, you dismiss her and insult her. What a friend you are. See, now that that. is like, that I understand. I do agree with that. I was like, maybe you could do something else. Maybe do your own thing then. I guess like the thing is just like, when does cancel culture go too far? Yeah. When does being woke go too far? It's already going too far. It's, and I'm not one of those people out here that's like, well, everything's PC these days. I'm not like that because I, I, I do think cancel culture is important. I think the Me Too movement was incredible. And I think that some of these people absolutely need to be canceled. But in some ways, too, it's like you have to tiptoe around everything because you don't want to offend anyone. Fully support LGBTQIA. I always will. I fully support BLM. I support all of those. And if anyone's going to, like, come at me for some of that shit, then, like, I'm fully on board with all of that stuff and Wait, i come at you for supporting it no no yeah yeah don't come at me for supporting it because i'll punch you um however it's like when does it go too far i guess 
It's like give it 10 years. It's like when do you separate the art from the artist, for example? I don't know. I know Marion Zimmer Bradley. I'll never read anything of hers again because I cannot separate her from what she and her husband did. I don't know who that is. Uh, she wrote The Mist of Avalon. She's a fantastic writer, actually. I loved her. But then I found out that she uh, like groomed kids for her husband to sexually and physically abuse. So I think she actually had them as like slaves. Um, Never read well, stuff again. There's a whole Harry Potter thing because like the new Jake Harry Potter Allen. game came out mm-hmm. and then people are like, well, we don't want to play because of her views. Right. So it's like. It's hard to tell. It, it, it just It's where you stand on it, I guess. If I had really distaste in the artists, then, but love their stuff, I would have to stand my ground and be like, okay, I can't be involved with any of their stuff anymore. Yeah, like Mel Gibson is a piece of shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I was into her writing, I that found that stuff out about her. Yeah, I could. I I can't anymore. I would cut it. Yeah, I can't. It's tough. It's tough right now. I feel like the only okay. We should all be, I hate saying the word woke, but aware of things, absolutely. And we need to, like, make space for these minorities and other people with voices. Like, we we need them to be heard. However, I feel like sometimes things are twisted to -hmm. make it seem like you're, like, diminishing a community when really you're just writing about something that, or talking about, or whatever about something that you know. I'm not trying to excommunicate any other communities. I'm just writing from my own experience. You know, I'm not disabled. I'm not Muslim or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. It's hard right now. So See what happens in 10 years. Yeah. I can fully write about being a bipolar alcoholic (laughs) and a woman, but I don't know what it's like to be a black woman. No, but you also wouldn't write yourself as a black woman. I mean, I I do have a character that's a black woman, but I'm going to be asking people for help with that because I don't think I can write from that perspective without help. Right, that's what I mean. But you're like not putting yourself as this black woman. I don't know. It's it's rough right now, guys. I I don't know. Do I think people with uh, powerful voices should be able to... um, They get in trouble a lot. ...do their ideals? (laughs) Not always. (laughs) I don't know. Ah, fuck, I don't know. No, it just, it drives me crazy about people in power, like, add their opinions on politics into the mix because you're, like, a person of power and you're just, like, stop. That's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. Anyway. I'm I'm not going to rant into that, so. Sometimes we rant. Because you get so angry sometimes. (laughs) I just, we get heated about certain things. You know, we're also women living in a man's world. That's the whole thing, too. I know. I was just talking to someone about the upcoming 2024 election, and I was just like, I don't think we have any strong enough candidates. But anyway. Okay. Well, yeah. I think that wraps up the Am I the Asshole for today. (laughs) I mean, if you guys like Am I the Asshole, I would love to do that again. Yeah. I think we should do Bridezilla's, too. We'll do Bridezilla's. I think after numerology, we do Bridezilla's. Yeah, you can relate more to Bridezilla's than I can. Not that you're a Bridezilla, but you've been married, so. And you've gone through the wedding process. Yes. But we've both been to people's weddings. We've both been in people's weddings. weddings. I've never dealt with a Bridezilla, though. I mean, I was in Laura, Julie, and Lexi's weddings, and, like, all of them were, like, the chillest ever. I would be so chill. Mm, I mean. 
Next time I'm just eloping, hopefully. I mean, that's what I want to do. But I feel like if people are like, what, do you want this? Do you want this? Do you want this? I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. What color do you want this? I don't care. That's not how I was, but I, I feel it. That stuff's not important to me. I mean, it's about making moments and a memory, though, that'll last forever, hopefully. Yeah, so I'm fine with eloping. Yeah. I want to wear a blush pink dress with fairy wings, and I want to get married in the redwoods. Can I come? I want to see this. Sure. I keep having people be like, I want to come, and I'm like, I don't know. We'll see. Depends on the guy I'm marrying and if he wants a wedding. Damn it. I'm like, I already did that, though. (laughs) Why do I have to do it again? Just kidding. I love being the center of attention. (laughs) I love it. We'll do bridezillas. Tell me I'm the prettiest ever. (laughs) You're the prettiest ever. I want to be like a really pretty bride again one of these. One day. One day. I can't help it. I've been watching a lot of say yes to the dress. It's making me very emotional. (laughs) I feel for those girls. I love them. Some of them are fucking wild, but. I love the I love the, the sweet ones. I think this wraps us up, guys. Let us know if you have any topics you want us to cover. Um, like we will be covering numerology, and I mean we could get like I mean we could scratch the surface of like astrology, but that is another one that is that is a very complex subject. Um, we talk about more ghosty things. We could talk about cryptids. I mean, we can also talk about, like, cheating and, like, that weird video you sent me where that woman ended up sleeping oh my God. her son by accident. Ew! Thanks, Shad. That's fucked. Shout out to Shad for that one. That was so fucked. I was like, uh, no! No! So. No! We got a reel that this woman said, cougars beware. Because I think she was like 20 years older than her husband. And like she met her husband maybe at like 18. Mm-hmm. And they got married, like had their first kid at like 21. And then when he was 21, and I forget how old, whatever the second kid was. And then she later finds out that her husband <laughs> ends up being her son. That she gave up for adoption. No. That one sat with me for a little bit. That made me so severely uncomfortable. Uh, I was like, ew. That was pretty stop. bad. That's so gross. And I was like, of course I'm sending this to Liz. Oh, I was like, bleh. Bleh. Nasty. It's okay. In return. Oh. And they oh, had kids. Are their kids going to be fucked up? No. They had three kids How together. do you tell your kid that, hey, your father is your brother? Oh, that's so nasty. Like, how do you, how, how? I fucking hate that so much. I hate that. It's okay. I sent him a really scary reel back. I sent him the shadow one. Do you think that was real? I don't know. Mm. That was creepy. I don't know. I mean, the fact that my TV, like, freaked out, like, was definitely a little odd. He seems like a guy that, that just didn't know what technology-wise what he was doing. It just looked a little too cartoonish, though, you know? Yeah, well, if you read the comments, everyone's like, I thought it was a dog. Yeah, I did, too. Dog... I thought you were showing me, like, a dog, and I was like, huh? And then, But the thing that it got me when I was, like, at the top of the thing, and I'm like, okay, that's creepy. 
Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. But anyway, I sent him a creepy one. He hates creepy stuff. So I'm like, Good. Ah. Shad. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Shad. Shad. Garrett better watch out. Shad's getting up there again. Okay. Well. Send us emails. So. Yeah. Or DMs if you guys have any suggestions, recommendations. If you guys have recs for us. Yeah. Podcasts, movies, shows, books. All about it. We're also very quickly to respond. Yeah. Even if I only respond with like a laughing face because I have no idea what else to say. <laughs> I texted Chad finally. I was like, we don't get it. Yeah, I don't know what he meant. I don't either. Okay. So is what did he say? Is ghosts, if ghosts So we asked if ghost sex was cheating, cheating yeah. from last the podcast before. And yeah, he what said, did Chad say? He saw it and he didn't reply, bastard. <laughs> We're calling said, you out right now. He said if ghost check oh my god. If ghost sex is cheating, then hitting the snooze button is bonus sleep. I don't get it. I don't get it. Does that mean it's not cheating or cheating? All right, well, this will be continued to see what he says. He said we don't get it. Scene 56 minutes ago. <laughs> you little bastard. I'm so nice, obviously. Did you actually say we don't get it, Shad? I said, we don't get it. And you said, we don't get it. I don't understand. I did like a laughing face. And then I think someone wrote something else too that I just like, oh, well, I, what I, I don't know what to say. What did they say? When people send like emojis or something. Oh, the O like, face emoji? Like the shocked face? Yeah. I'm like, heart. <laughs> yeah, I'll just heart it. Okay. And then did you see the raptor one that I posted? No. Oh. Well, I posted this. It says, you've got me wrapped around your finger. Oh, I didn't see that one. Well, he said, um, it looks like you in a raptor costume. I said, I hope not. Damn. <laughs> Just because it's got thick ass legs. Who okay. Is that one of our previous Patreon members. Oh. This looks like it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> Oh, I will say shout out to G because he said he likes the long episodes. And flat out. <laughs> You're keeping that in because I always mess up. You what always the fuck did yours. I just say? I was going to say shout out to Flash because he told me he likes the long one too. So then I said flat. Well, Flash. <laughs> flat Flash. I what understand. the fuck did I just say? I got called flat a lot in middle uh, school, so. We can yeah, so shout out to you. Because, yeah, you if like the long ones, too. If you're in Ohio, we can have a sleepover at my house, and everyone can see all the ghosties around. And our sleepovers are fun. Dude, we should do the Ouija board again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you send us an email so we can do the Ouija board again, someone? Because it motivates us to do, do it yeah tell us you want what you want us to ask tell us if you want us to talk to zozo no, no we're not talking to zozo okay all right we're gonna keep rambling forever if we don't stop because that's just what we do so please follow us on instagram tiktok facebook and youtube all at bitches don't brunch podcast except facebook take the eye out um you can also email us your suggestions, thoughts, feelings, whatever you want at beatonbrunchpodcast at gmail.com. 
Uh, we are working on a private Facebook group for our Patreon members only. So if you're interested in that, you should definitely hit up the Facebook group. And as always, if you want our tea time or extra funny stuff, gotta follow us on Patreon. They're unedited too. They're unedited, so we look crazy. I mean, today I was just like, I was like, oh shit, we're felt. Hello, hi, hi, hello. I might do a video um, of Abigail Beckinsworth tonight. Oh, you're going to bring Abigail back out? Mm, bring Abigail back out. She's going to go on a dating site and see what it's like. Really? She's going to get a dick pic. All right. Because we did. We did get a dick pic. I forgot about that guy. Thanks for the dick pic, you bastard. Get on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, we did upload it. Didn't we upload it? I don't think we uploaded a Patreon. I'll upload the Patreon. What are they going to do? I, there's nothing There's nothing showing his face, and we have the woman going. <laughs> so, oh, you can upload it. I'll upload it. I don't give a fuck. You were nice, though, because you, like, sent your friends the dick pic, but you, like, blocked that part where I just, like, full-on sent it to oh. my friends. Dick hanging out everything. They're I like, will, why? I will never, never, never do that to a woman. I will fully censor it. Oh, fuck I my friends. No way. <laughs> I don't want them to see that. Some asked for like, some did say, can I see the unedited? And I was like, okay. But some of them, I was just like, I'm going to show you the censor. And they're like, thank God. Nope. I just, I think I even showed G the uncensored one at the restaurant. Oh yeah. We were waiting. I'm like, here you go. Here's the unedited one. That's okay. I've shown G some dick pics before too. We used to laugh because there was this guy on um, naughty Twitter that would just send me like pictures of his half flaccid penis. And they were like, why is he, he's not even hard. Why is he sending you this? I was like, I don't know. He's like, I got half a chub. And they're like, why would he send you half a cheese? What? I don't understand. And I was like, me either. And then I I showed them that picture of that guy at the park who had the BBC. Big Black Hawk. Oh. His words, not mine. He said, I know what you want, baby. He said, you want that BBC? I said, what? And then he was like, boom. And I was like, ah! Was it pretty BBC? It was the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Yeah. Like, like what dildos are made out of? Huh? Yeah, probably. It's the biggest dick I've ever seen in my life. I was like, how do you get that into anyone, sir? And that's when I showed them. And they're like, oh, my God. His penis is huge. I was like, I know. And that's when they were running down the halls like, Erica, did you see the dick pic? <laughs> this is, <laughs> I love my job sometimes. <laughs> that was so funny. She's like, guys, shut up. We have clients. <laughs> was so funny. Anyway, I don't have that picture, but I did show them. <laughs> I didn't get to see the pic. Girl, this is like forever ago. That guy at Schiller Park, remember he said he liked my long toes? This is the same guy. That was the guy. He was hitting on my toes, saying he wanted to rub my feet. <laughs> he was and hitting then on my toes. He was hitting. He didn't. He wasn't talking about me at all. He was talking about my feet. My you should have let him rub your feet, man. No, I was in very complicated relationships at that time. It was too complicated. Also, no. <laughs> You're just like just no, no, no. Although now. Baby, some money, maybe. I need money. Your girl needs some money. Your girl needs a tattoo. You can put, I was gonna say dick pics on there. I meant feet pics. I can't have a dick. I could put a strap on on, I I guess, but that's not my thing. You get the wrong crowd, I think, with that. That's not my thing. 
I'm not a pegging type of gal. So sorry, we didn't mean I put we rambled. <laughs> but um you'll see more content on Patreon if you're interested in that. And uh yeah. I think that sums it up for the day. Yep. Next week we're shooting for numerology. Yeah. From we're Franny. For it. Franny's email. We got you, Franny. We got you, Fran. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for following support, us, yeah. supporting us. Yeah, continue. You you can say you were the OG when we were just a baby podcast. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Seattle? We don't know anyone in Seattle, so I just thought I'd say it. <laughs> yeah, what's up, Seattle? I've been to Seattle. It's a cool city. I want to go. It sounds like a me kind of place. And Portland. Okay. All right. For real this time, have a good night. Please subscribe on Patreon. It's only three or five dollars a month. Be uploading more content even tonight. And uh, I think it's pretty fun. It is fun. So, yeah. Sums it up. We'll see you next week with uh, possibly numerology. If not, we might be pulling up some Am I the Assholes or some Bridezilla shit. We'll see. Keep you on your toes, All suckers. Right. Yeah. Just kidding. Love you. Love you. <laughs> see you. See you next time.